Catching you up on the latest stories from around the Sunshine State that you should know heading into this Wednesday morning, May 18th, I'm Ezra Sheffield, and this is The Point from WUFT News. A principal in Tallahassee has come under fire from parents after posting comments on her personal Facebook page criticizing new state laws that restrict discussions of race, history, gender, and sexual identity in the classroom. WFSU's Lynn Hatter tells us that while the First Amendment may protect the principal's job, she is still being pressured to resign. During a recent school board meeting, several local parents and even a local radio host took issue with the comments posted to the principal's personal Facebook page. Her post argued parents should leave teaching to teachers. She said schools would continue to teach kids in spite of parents and called the new laws around how schools discuss gender and sexual identity along with race and history, quote, stupid bills. If she's so tired, stay home, pick another job. No one called her a hero. You know who the heroes are? The parents that stayed home with their kids, missed work, because in spite of this school board's keeping our kids home from school extended long periods of time when the rest of the state opened. That's Jason Levy, the father of a sixth grader at Cobb Middle School. Brandy Andrews also had a problem with the principal's words and cited the comments as an example of an attitude she believes is the reason more than 2,000 kids have left the Leon County School District since the start of the pandemic. Among those issues, the district's refusal to lift its mask mandates despite an executive order, allowing students to walk out of classes and protests, and an ongoing lawsuit over a decision to withhold information on a child's gender identity from their parents. There are no repercussions for principals, teachers who make public posts that spark negativity about parents, particularly the call principal, Henry, who recently stated that parents need to quit pushing for stupid bills. Education's not your lane. Get out of it. Last I checked, I birthed my child, I put my kids to bed every night, I put food on the table every night. Why are these staff members allowed to tell parents to butt out? They're speaking on their own personal Facebook pages, not even at school, so there's no possibility of disruption at school based on their expression of speech. Pam Marsh heads the First Amendment Foundation. So. I think were they to be dismissed, the principal and the teacher, they would have very good suits to bring under the First Amendment. A teacher at another local school has also been getting pushback for taking a similar stance on their personal social media page. Marsh says decades of lawsuits and court rulings have firmly placed the law on the principal's side. The most applicable case is Tinker v. Des Moines, a 1969 U.S. Supreme Court case where justices ruled neither teachers nor students, quote, shed their constitutional rights to freedom of speech or expression at the schoolhouse gate. The principal's Facebook comments were first reported by the local site Tallahassee Reports, and North Florida Republican State Representative Jason Shove suggested the principal be fired. Other major court rulings have also weighed in on free speech and employment. Chief among them, Pickering versus Board of Education. Here's Marsh again. Justice Thurgood Marshall wrote, The threat of dismissal from public employment is a potent means of inhibiting speech. And he also said, a teacher's exercise of his right to speak on issues of public importance may not furnish the basis for his dismissal from public employment. Another case, 2005's Garcetti versus Ceballos, adds more nuance. 
In that case, the court found when an employee makes statements while carrying out their official duties, they are no longer speaking as private citizens, and there are no constitutional employment protections for their speech. So there may be a gray line between outside of school criticizing a bill on their personal Facebook page versus being a teacher in front of a classroom involved in their employment duties. The principal's words earned an endorsement from school board chairman Daryl Jones, who highlighted her post on his own social media and said he agreed with her statements. During a recent school board meeting, member Alva Striplin distanced herself from the principal's words. To the statement made from the Cobb principal, I don't agree with it, and I'm just throwing out my personal opinion. I believe that parents should be completely involved in their children's education. As a mother of six, you should be the first person involved. It's not lost on Marsh and others that calls for the principal to be fired for speaking out on social media mirror that of calls from the left to cancel speech they don't agree with either. Marsh says the First Amendment is for everyone, regardless of their politics. And that right to speak, no matter how disagreeable or even who disagrees, is still protected speech. For WFSU News, I'm Lan Hatter. That was WFSU's Lynn Hatter on why a Tallahassee principal is being pressured to resign. Now let's catch you up on the latest stories from around the state. The 60-unit apartment building in North Miami Beach that was evacuated for being structurally unsound is now being listed at half the original listing price. The building was listed at $15 million prior to the engineer's inspection, but the asking price has dropped to $7.5 million. According to the building's realtor, the price drop reflects the uncertainty of whether or not the building can be salvaged. The building is one of several that has been evacuated since the catastrophic collapse of the Surfside condos last June. However, state lawmakers have yet to enact any condo reform. Former Congresswoman Corinne Brown is set to change her plea deal today. Brown was indicted in 2016 on charges of conspiracy, wire fraud, and tax fraud on accusations that she used donation contributions for personal expenses. Brown was convicted in 2017 and began a five-year prison sentence in January 2018, but was released due to pandemic concerns. Since then, her legal team appealed the conviction, which was upheld, and then asked for a rehearing, which overturned the conviction in May of 2021. In October of 2021, prosecutors offered her a plea deal to avoid another retrial, which she refused at the time. The court documents indicating Brown is now ready to take the plea deal do not offer insight onto which charges she will plead guilty or to what sentences will be imposed. Subscribe to The Point newsletter, which drops the latest Florida stories into your inbox every Monday through Friday starting at 8 a.m. Visit WUFT.org for more information. I'm Ezra Sheffield, and you've been listening to The Point from WUFT News out of the University of Florida. Have a wonderful Wednesday.